Decidedly Dry. I'm your host, Jess Steitzer. This is a sober podcast where we actually focus on the good. Amazing, right? We spark inspiration. We try to provide some hope and we help motivate you. I promise to always keep it real, provide some dry humor, and remind you every single episode why sobriety is truly a superpower. If you'd like to learn more about the show or make a donation, just head on over to decidedlydry.com. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's get started. Today's guest is the one and only Deb. You may know her better as Mocktail.mom in the Instagram world. Deb is one of the most positive, upbeat, fun moms I've come across. Seriously. She recently celebrated one year of sobriety and is inspiring many. She's passionate about showing people the fun does not stop when you remove alcohol. Every week, she shows us a new delicious mocktail over on her Instagram page. And I've just got to say, people like Deb are what make this sober community wonderful. Her smile is contagious, and her beautiful giving heart shines through literally everything she does. I honestly hope that you have a person like Deb in your life. And if you don't, well, now you do. Here's our chat. Well, hello, Deb. Thank you so much for being on Decidedly Dry. So nice to have you here. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here with you. Seriously. So thrilled. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for agreeing. This is such a treat to reconnect with you. Totally. Okay. This is so, are we supposed to keep video on? (laughs) Yeah, it's totally fine. (laughs) I'm going to totally keep this in. No, I'm keeping this in the podcast. Yes. Because that is how amazing you are. Yes. We can totally just look at each other and enjoy okay. each other's videos. <laughs> okay. I love seeing you. Okay. This is the best podcast ever. Cause a lot of times they turn the video off and I was like, wait a minute, are we doing this right? Wait, okay. Are we live? Is this what a happening? Newbie I am. This is happening. We're live. Hi, my this friend. Is not in the steps, Jess. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's that for an intro? Oh, Deb, I love you. So little backstory, Deb and I cross paths in the sober community thanks to Instagram. So that Seriously. is, that is, I mean, I can't even think of how long we've been connected at least probably a year now, almost a year. I mean, I think I started yeah. following you very, very early in my alcohol-free journey. Yes. Oh, it's been, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did one live on your page together. Yes. Yes. You came live. Yep. You made a, a an alcohol-free mocktail or drink with me. And that was so fun. Yes. It was so fun. I can't remember now, which one did we make? I don't remember what it was. Okay. It was so long ago. This is funny. It was a blueberry one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah so good. It and I didn't really good. strain it though. <laughs> yeah. It's like chunks of blueberry. <laughs> Yummy. Just like black teeth. Um, <laughs> so. You definitely want to floss after that one. <laughs> I was like, Oh, Oh, that's a whole that, other story. That's so funny. Okay. We're going to stay focused. People that are coming on are just like, what is going on? Um, so my friend, welcome to the show. Thank um, you. very laid back. I'm just going to go down my questions. We're going to have a great time. Um, we're going to start it off kind of like I always do, where you just get a few minutes to kind of tell everybody who you are. You can say if you have kids, where you live, your job, what you like to do for fun, the basics. Okay. Long strolls down the aisles of Hobby Lobby would be like what I like to do for fun. 
hundred percent. Yes. Yes. I'm Deb. I'm Deb Podlogger. I live in Kentucky. I live right outside Louisville, Kentucky. So not far from Churchill Downs where the Kentucky Derby is. I have two girls. I have a 14 year old and a 20 year old and my older daughter's in college, younger daughter's freshman in high school. Um, love being a mom. Um, I'm a mompreneur. So I've worked from home pretty much since they were pretty little. Um, and I've had my own business doing like marketing stuff and, um, I work with like different companies doing like things with their logo. So like t-shirts and pens and mugs and um, that mm. kind of stuff. And then schools like for their spirit wear. So that's kind of my, my background in terms of like um, my work and stuff. But that's yeah. Amazing. amazing. Yeah, and I'm married to my match.com sweetheart. So we met on match oh. and um, we've been married. It's coming up on eight years. This will be eight years that we've been married. So I love that. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Thank so you. Sweet. Yes. Good things can come from the online you know, well, we know there's Absolutely. good things. I mean, right. A lot of, a lot of good things come from online. A lot of Absolutely. good things. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I totally agree. Oh, I love that. Um, and I'm so excited for today's chat because there's a lot I don't know about you. So I'm really excited to dive in and just hear more about your story. Oh, thank um, you. So now we're going to kind of shift and we're going to talk about kind of your history with alcohol, you know, okay. just let us know when did you start? What was your relationship like with alcohol since the beginning? You know, I did not grow up like a partier. I was not drinking in high school. I mean, you know, whatever I tried, you know, tasted stuff or whatever, but like, I wasn't a partier and didn't go to college as a partier. And then just kind of some hard things in life that happened, um, in my forties is probably when I really started just kind of got lost in the mommy wine culture. I just started drinking too much. Um, I went through a divorce, um, right before that, my daughter, who's now 20 and the picture of health, thankfully. Um, she had been really, really sick um, with aplastic anemia. So um, we spent like 160 nights in the hospital um, with her. And um, I think like the post-traumatic stress of like that experience, like, you know, you see those commercials for St. Jude's Hospital. I mean, we weren't in St. Jude's. We were at the National Institutes of Health is where she was treated. But, um, you know, you see those commercials and like, that's what we were living. Wow. And so I think like the, like during the time I was okay, you know, as, as okay as you can be, I guess, but I wasn't drinking when I was in the hospital, with her. Right, right. but it was like after that. And then I got divorced, you know, about a year or so after she was in remission. And I think just the overwhelming stress of those two things, um, really caused me to want to numb out, you know, yeah. catches so, up with you. Yeah. I, I, that's a good way to put it. It really yeah. just caught, it just caught up with me and it was like, and then you know, people would say like, oh, have a glass of wine or, you know, you're going mm -hmm. through a divorce. Oh, has, oh, come out with us. Have some, you know, come out, relax. And it, it, it was that, but then it became more mm -hmm. Then it became my companion, you know, my, my BFF mm -hmm. Chardonnay, especially like weekends, my girls would go to their dad's house and we had just moved to Kentucky. We had moved here from California right before we got separated. Um, so we came here together and then got separated. So I didn't know anybody. And so it was oh. like, not that I've ever met a stranger, but you know, I wasn't like in a community where I knew a lot of sure. people, you know, so my, my drinking just became, you know, it was just like a way to just kind of numb out from all the stress, which I'm yeah. sure a lot of, a lot of people go through. I know, I know a lot of people go through that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so hard. And I mean, I don't want to say it's only moms, but I think moms do that a lot where it's like, when yeah. you are dealing with something in the moment, it's like you push everything out. Like we have to be yep. warriors through this. Yep. We are the mom. We have to take totally. care of it. Totally. And once it's done or you yeah. kind of get on the other side, then it's yep. like, okay, I'm exhausted. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, what just happened? Like yeah. what has just happened to my life? And you know, processing that. Yeah. Yeah. So drinking definitely just kind of started in my forties and, um, and then it just continued. It just, it, it, it just kept, I felt like it just kept growing. It was like, I'd go from like having a glass of wine to like, I'd have a couple glasses of wine. It was like, well, the bottle's almost empty. I'll just finish the bottle. I mean, I just was drinking way more than I ever wanted to ever, ever. And, and way more than I promised myself I would. I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just going to have a glass. You know, I lied mm-hmm. to myself all the time. So anyway, I was like, I can't, I got to get off this hamster wheel. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and done. It's I'm gonna frustrating. Be- yeah. yeah. It's frustrating yeah. when you tell yourself, no, no, like <laughs> no Deb, no Jess, like only one yeah. glass tonight. And yeah. then you're continuing to disappoint yourself when you're yeah. not holding up to that promise, you know? Totally. Totally. I felt like I was constantly letting myself down. Yeah. Right. I felt like I was constantly letting myself down. Yeah. And were you primarily just drinking at home since it was kind of a, pretty were you going much. out a lot? No, I mean, I, we'd go, I would go out with some, you know, friends that I made here in, in Kentucky and, um, but no, I was not like out of the bars or, mm-hmm. you know, just, that's not my personality, but, no. um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was definitely more at home, definitely yeah. more at home. Yeah. And I used to, I mean, in my thirties, like I could have wine in the house. It would collect dust. I mean, I was not a drinker. I had lived in California near wine country. We'd go and, you know, go to wine country and go yeah. wine tasting and didn't even phase me. Interesting. So yeah, yeah, it just totally shifted after that very, very difficult time in life. Yeah. yeah. And so you probably started feeling that exhaustion, that frustration, was there kind of a tipping point where you just had a day where it was like, okay, I got to be done. I got to make some changes. You know, I started following a couple people like sober curious people on Instagram. Um, there's one lady I follow. She's just like a, just a regular mom. I mean, literally she's got three boys, just a mom in England that I followed. And she would just openly share about how she had removed alcohol from her life. She doesn't have a program. She doesn't have anything. And it was so encouraging to me because you know, I had Googled like, am I an alcoholic? You know, you start to wonder like, what is wrong with me? You know, because I didn't realize there's such a, there's a lot of space in between. I can drink like a normal person and an alcoholic. I was in that middle, that gray area. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. I thought you either, you either are an alcoholic or you're, you can handle it. Totally fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just, it was like following her, honestly, following her. Um, I follow sober Dave. He was one of the first sober people that I followed on Instagram and those accounts and obviously a number of others just were so encouraging to me that like, you don't have to, you don't have to drag around this shame anymore, you know, that, right. but, um, yeah, those were very, very, very helpful for me. So, so kind of started diving into the supportive social media side, right? Totally. Totally. Were there any books or podcasts or any other tools you kind of started looking at, or was it primarily those accounts? It was definitely accounts on Instagram. Um, I didn't listen so much to podcasts in the beginning. Now I probably listen to them more. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like, um, I love Jill, um, sober.powered is her Instagram handle, but I love her podcast. Obviously your podcast yes, now, yes. <laughs> um, but yes, yes. Um, no, there's just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't reading quit lit. I was just more kind of like quietly following some mm-hmm. people and kind of like behind it, like, Hmm, maybe, you know, maybe there is a better way for me because yeah. I knew that I had been living. I was not living you know, who, who I know God created me to be. Yeah. So yeah, I just felt such shame. So you started making that shift and yeah. did you have to restart it all? Or was it kind of like a, all right, let's just do this. Uh, the lat my last day one was, um, December 31st, 2020. And it was, okay. you know, I'd made it 
you know, the pandemic came and my thing was like, as long as I have wine in this house, I'll be fine. I mean, I didn't care if we had Clorox, I didn't care if we had toilet paper. I was like, as long as I have wine, I'll make it through. And so after drinking my way through most of 2020, um, which pause, you know, I think there is a ginormous percent of people that can relate to exactly what you just said. So yeah, I hope I mean, you I don't just, feel like you were alone in that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think, yeah, now like see, I hear so many people say that, like, you know, I was not the only one who was like looking for the wine while the, no. you know, we were all home and locked down together. Um, I had definitely had days before that where I would like try to, I'm going to, oh, I'm just going to have a glass. I tried to moderate and I have just learned now. And I, I wanted to just take a break. I didn't, I never thought I would go. I'm now on day 380, I think, of being free from alcohol. I never thought I would go that long. I didn't think I would even make it to the first weekend when I was really trying to to break up with alcohol. But um, yeah, it's been a straight, a little bit over a year now, um, free from alcohol. Yeah, and I feel amazing, amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So many good things have come. Nothing bad has come from removing alcohol from my life. Nothing bad, only positive. Oh, I love that you just said that. And I had to smile a little when you said 383. Are you a day counter? You knew exactly what number you, know you were on. Funny? <laughs> um, I mean, you know what it is? I have, um, I had a little calendar, like a little, like from the Dollar Tree calendar that I put stickers on every day, like a little kindergartner. I love it. <laughs> so I put stickers on all the calendar, like all the days. So I just kind of keep track that way. I don't have anything like on my phone that I officially keep track of. I just kind of like old school. I just count. <laughs> I can see it in my head. Like those, you did great. Like smiley yes, face. They literally are. They literally are. It's like, wow, keep it up. They're literally like little stickers that's put on a sticker chart for a little kid. Makes me feel good. <laughs> oh my gosh, Deb. I love you. Oh, that's so good. So yeah, so I'm not necessarily like that. Yeah. I'm not like necessarily like counting, like in the sense, like it doesn't feel like drudgery. Like it just, mm-hmm. I feel so free and so good and so whole and so joyful since removing alcohol. So yeah, it's, it's great to see those numbers kind of keep climbing. Yeah. And to get to one year was, was a huge accomplishment. Huge. Yeah. It was huge. huge Cause I did not think I would make it to the first weekend. Oh, I love it. <laughs> And that's a heck of a lot of stickers, my friend. Yes, it is. I got to buy more. I'm almost <laughs> out now. Yes, I got to go get a new pack of <laughs> the Dollar Tree. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, well, I think this is a great transition because about this point is when we start talking about the good. I mean, you just nailed it when you said like there was literally nothing bad nothing. that came out of removing alcohol. So I would love to hear big or yeah. small, what were some of the benefits that you started feeling and noticing once you removed it? I mean, waking up each morning and not having a wine headache, mm-hmm. AKA a hangover, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, that in itself was enormous. Um, I definitely had, I don't know if you want to call it anxiety or, I mean, I definitely was feeling more anxious than I'd ever felt in my whole life. That's gone. I mean, it's just gone. Yeah. I, that alcohol was like pouring gasoline on the fire of, you know, the stress of life and anxiety. Um, other changes, I would definitely say like not having, not walking around with shame, looking myself in the mirror and knowing that I'm being true to myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's invaluable, you know, Mm -hmm. to, that's just so unbelievable and to feel joy again. Like, I feel like I'm a very joyful person naturally and the alcohol that I wanted, that was helping me numb the pain of life, it was numbing all my joy. I mean, it was numbing who I, who I am just naturally, you know? So I'm not walking around like a zombie anymore. So yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Those are a good lot of things. And great, you don't, 
want to numb that out anymore. You want to be the natural, joyful person that you are. And I love that you have welcomed that back. Totally, totally. And I want to, and even like the hard things in life, I want to really walk through them and not just try to, you, at some point you're going to have to go through it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Whatever it is, you know? Um, So like both of my parents have passed away and, um, you know, this last year kind of going through like the anniversary of their, of their passing, I actually really had to feel Mm -hmm. that pain in a different way. And as I know, that sounds like it's not supposed to be, I'm not trying to be a downer about it, but to really feel that, to really feel life, you know, to really feel life, the good and the bad and the heart. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway. and that's hard. I mean, the hard stuff is hard, you know, it's just hard. It's yeah. just hard, but yeah. why, why run away from it? You know, when you yep. can process it and learn how to cope healthy, totally. like with a healthy way. Totally. So. Totally. Cause it's going to catch up to you, but yeah. Yeah. There's Completely. so much good, so much good that has come from, from removing alcohol. I can't even oh. tell you, sorry. Well, I get emotional. Cause it's really, it's Oh no, I love it. So life-changing. So life-changing. I can't tell you how different my life is. I'm so it's, grateful. It's overwhelming in the good way, you know, in like the best it's way. just, yep. Glennon Doyle, you made me think of something she says, I'm sure it was in untamed, but when she starts to kind of talk about sobriety, when it's like, and it might, again, I'm not claiming that it's from that. It might've just been a quote from somewhere else, but yeah, yeah. She says something on the lines of look, sobriety is hard. It is so hard. Feeling the feels is hard. But you yep. know, what's worse is missing everything. Totally. Like 100%. missing out on our kids, 100%. you know, like hundred percent. Yep. I can't, yep. when I remember reading that for the first time or hearing it on a yeah. podcast, I was just like, Oh, like yeah. kind of just punches you right in the stomach. You're like, it's so true. It's so it's true. true. It's so. so true. It's so true. Yep. It's so true. Yeah. So, grateful. oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So um, much good has come. Yes. Well, tell me what the most important thing in your life is this moment. Now you can say family, I think as all moms were like, Oh, my kids, my family, my health, <laughs> yes, you know, yes, yes. but is there something that's big that you are just incredibly passionate about that you want to share here? You know, I'm glad you said that. Cause I was like, like your, your question. I was like, well, yeah, like my family, you know, like God, <laughs> country, my kids, know. you know, <laughs> my health, I'm yes, doing my good. Health. Yes. I'm so, yes. All those things. So yes, we got all those out of the way. Yes. Those are definitely the firsts, but, um, just encouraging other people. Um, you know, for me, the most important thing is just to, to be a light to people that you can be free from alcohol and still have fun and still have delicious things to drink mm. that, I just want to be encouragement to people that you can be a normal mom and you don't have to be drinking alcohol. You don't have to drink wine at the party. You can still fit in and still have fun. So for me, it's just to be an encouragement to others. That's definitely the most important thing for me. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned something fun to drink because we have not talked about this yet that your handle on Instagram, some of you might know Deb as at mocktail mom. That is her handle or mocktail.mom 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 mocktail.mom. Okay. I'm glad we said that mocktail.mom. And you are just spreading so much love and so many delicious non-alcoholic drinks in sober or in the sober world. How did you think of starting that and sharing kind of different drinks to drink when you are removing alcohol? It was very early in my alcohol-free journey. So I stopped drinking December 31st. And then I was like, I, I hadn't told anybody in my life that I had removed alcohol. Nobody didn't tell my husband to tell anybody. I needed an outlet to be like, help, what do I drink? You know, cause right. I wanted, 
I still had that, you know, that five o'clock, that habit. And I wanted something good to drink. I didn't feel like it was a trigger for me. For me, I wanted an alcohol-free, you know, cocktail or a mocktail. I wanted to find good things to drink. So I started my Instagram 10 days into my alcohol-free journey. I started mocktail.mom and really just to kind of express my own, like, you know, maybe some days frustration of like, mm-hmm. ah, I just want to, you know, I just want to stop at the wine store on the way home, you know, but I wanted to start discovering alcohol-free options and encouraging other people, like, look at all this stuff that's out there. And I can't, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. It's yes. exploding. It's exploding. It's so awesome. Yes. Yeah, so I started my Instagram just to be an encouragement to other people and to, to find drinks for myself selfishly and to share yeah. them with others pretty yeah. much. And so did it start out just kind of sharing the drinks and then you decided to start doing the lives, right? Cause you go live every Monday, every Monday night. I have a live, I call it making friends and mocktails. Cause I love to make friends and I love to make alcohol-free drinks and discover new alcohol-free drinks and, and just, you know, share that with other people. So yeah, it just started out pretty much just for me to find alcohol-free drinks. I wanted to make, I was literally making videos in my kitchen of me making drinks. I mean, I don't know how many, who, nobody's watching. I don't care Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> at the time, you know, yeah. to me, it was, to me, it was therapeutic to kind of take my energy that I had put into drinking wine into something that was uh, yes. more productive for my life. <laughs> yes. Well, and sometimes just replacing that with something like you just said, for me, it was painting in the beginning. I was like, okay, I just got to have my hands busy doing do something. something. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have to do something. Some people do puzzles or, you know, mm-hmm. they, they find something to do. And for me, it was like, I needed an outlet where I could share about this sober journey that I was on. Cause in the beginning, even that word sober, I don't think I, I wouldn't have even used that. I would have been mm-hmm. like, Ooh, I, Oh, mm-hmm. that, that word is like, you must, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. At least that's how I used to think. Now I'm like, shout it from the rooftops. Like I'm yeah. sober. I don't drink alcohol, whatever. Right. Right. No problem. I love that. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. So yeah. So fun. yeah. So my Monday night lives, they started, I want to say it was like late spring. So I started my account in, um, January last year, 2021. And then it was like in the late spring, I was like, you know, it'd be really fun to like bring somebody on do a weekly live. So I started beginning of June, uh, okay. the very first week of first Monday of June was my first Instagram live, um, doing making friends and mocktails. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It is it was, so fun. If you guys have not watched you. one, you have to, it is so great. And thank you, you even let people know about the ingredients that you'll be using beforehand. So people can make them with you right yep, while they watch. Totally. Totally. So we'll, I'll post the ingredients. Usually try to post it in my feed or in my stories. Um, so people can make the mocktail with me and whoever my guest is or they can just watch, they can watch live, they can watch on replay. Um, but just want to encourage people that there's alcohol-free drinks and you can still have fun. Mm-hmm. Fun is not over because the no. wine is put away or, you know, the alcohol wine is put away. Well, and so. I think people, that's something that makes them nervous, like going yeah. out and stuff and totally like, totally. What, what would I drink? Okay. Totally. I guess I'll have water, you totally. know, yep. you don't yep. have to only have water. Like, yep. Yep. There are yep. other options or at least totally. just ask for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And I just made, um, I just made these little cards for people to take, um, to restaurants. So I had somebody, when I created my logo in the summer, this was the summer, maybe no, it was the end of, um, it was in the fall. We created our logo for mocktail mom. Um, my little website's mocktailmom.com. Um, but we created these little cards. Somebody was asking like, Oh, it'd be nice to have little like cards to take. You could hand to a bartender and say, can you make me this mocktail? So we've got four um, different, I've got four different recipes um, that people can, you know, hand to the bartender and say like, can you make me this Paloma? Can you make yeah. me this alcohol-free margarita? Because right, like you want to, st- I wanted to still be an adult at the table mm-hmm. 
feel like I was having an adult drink, you know, I didn't want to get offered a Shirley Temple. Um, but there's a lot in between a Shirley Temple and going back to alcohol. There's a lot in between. That is such a brilliant, I mean, you sent me some and I opened it and I was like, this is brilliant. Oh, I mean, I'm so glad. It's like you're taking a piece of your toolkit, your sober toolkit with you. It's always yep. with you and yep. you can be with your girlfriends or with yep. your friends and, you know, still have something fun in your class. Yeah. Yeah. And not feel like you have to like, you know, you know, pull the waiter aside and be like, can you ask you make me a non-alcoholic? And this gets this uncomfortableness when you go out sometimes, mm-hmm. but if you can just hand them a little card and be like, Hey, can you ask the bartender to make me this, you know, alcohol-free mojito? Yeah. This is my hey, favorite drink. This is my favorite recipe. Yeah, yeah. They take it. They bring it back to you with your drink. You're all good. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So mocktails I'm feeling was something that just kind of came out of it. It was a great hobby, something fun to do. Were there any other hobbies or accomplishments or any other things that you've welcomed? Um, I mean, I've been, I just did, um, I'm starting a subscription box, Mocktail Mom subscription box. So we just shipped our first boxes. And so I'm having, um, for everybody who bought a box, we're doing a Zoom party where we'll make mocktails together that are from the box and, you know, just have a, have a girl's chat online live. Um, so that's coming where we'll be selling those for on a quarterly basis for, for 2022 is my goal. Um, doing more lives. So this month for dry January, I'm doing, um, wind down Wednesdays. So I've been doing, um, lives. So like actually my wind down Wednesday this week got moved to Friday because UPS didn't deliver in time. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> whatever, whatever. We're just right. doing it. We're doing it later on today, but just um, doing some wine, you know, lives with some uh, alcohol-free wine companies. Um, that's been so it's just to share again, just to share like what's out there, what's available. Um, I just recorded, um, recorded some, um, a mini mocktail series. Um, so it's a mocktail, like a mini mocktail course. So if somebody just wants to know, like, because I know for me, I was like, what do I drink? I don't want to go back to my wine. What do I drink? So it's just some, let's kind of like come in the kitchen with Deb and just, you know, make some mocktails with me here in my house, literally. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So come hold my hand. I will. Yeah. I will hold your hand. I'll show you like, yeah. Like (laughs) what does muddling mean? You know, like I I was just going to say that I was like, some people don't even know what these instructions mean. I didn't know. I didn't know. I had a shaker cup that sat in this house and collected dust. I never used a shaker cup. So like, I'm not a bartender. I'm not, I'm just a girl who wants to stay out of the wine, out of the alcohol and wants to be able to still drink delicious deliciousness. So, so good. Oh, I'm so proud of you. And how exciting that all of these new things are, are happening for you. I mean, a subscription box and you're just having a great impact out there. Having a great, great time. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you, Jess. <laughs> thank you. Seriously. And same to you. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And this community, I mean, this is a perfect example. I mean, two strangers just mm-hmm. trying uh, to better their life and help people. And 100%. we get to do stuff like this where we 100%. get to have an honest conversation. I feel blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so blessed. And I feel like I want my life to make a difference. Mm-hmm. I want my life to make an impact. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to just survive, you know? So I just, yeah, really feel feel that pull. Don't you, you feel that pull. I feel that pull. You're right. Yeah. Keep talking, keep creating, keep creating. Yep. I love it. Yep. Absolutely. All right. My beautiful friend, I have one last question for you to the one person or hopefully Mm. many that are listening to this right now and feeling inspired to make a change. What advice can you give them? Mm. That's a great question. 
I think um, biggest piece of advice is number one, you're not alone. You are not alone because I know for me, I felt so alone. So just get plugged in, whether it's, you know, start following some sober, curious people on Instagram, if that's where you are, or you're on Facebook, you know, find some people that you can follow, find a community to get plugged into. Um, because I think just knowing that you are not alone mm-hmm. for me, I thought I was the only Christian mom, you know, that was drinking too much. Um, I felt so ashamed and you're not alone. So just want to encourage you that we are here for you. The DMs are open. This community, like you were saying, like the community is so supportive. It's so supportive. I mean, you can reach out to people and they respond to you and Mm -hmm. people are genuinely so caring, so caring. So I couldn't agree more. And, you know, it does not, how do I put it? It is not going to be annoying to anyone to get that message in their inbox. Like you are not stepping on anyone's toes. You are not, you know, I'm I'm kind of jumbling my words, but I mean, yeah, it is such a gift for us to share what has worked for us because we relate to what you're going through. Totally. A hundred percent. And it keeps us on our path and it motivates us to keep going and we can share that. That is exactly true. That is exactly true. I'll get messages. I mean, I know you're the same. I'm Mm -hmm. sure yours is the exact same. Got a message this morning from somebody like I'm one month. I'm one mm-hmm. month. And just the fact that like, they wanted to reach out to me and tell me that like, it encourages me as much as I can be an encouragement to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, totally yeah. true. Oh, Deb, this was so good. And I just appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, Jess, I am thrilled for you. Congratulations on this amazing podcast. It's going <laughs> to be you. top of the list for sober, <laughs> for quit lit, for anybody looking oh, to gosh. break up with wine. Seriously, I'm so thrilled for you. So thank, thank you, you for asking me to do this. Absolutely. One last thing, Deb, I'm going to include it in the show notes. Um, but if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to connect with you, what is the best way for them to reach out? Okay. Uh, probably first place I spend the most time is Instagram. So my hash, my Instagram handle is mocktail.mom. Um, and then my website is mocktailmom.com. So those would be the two, two easiest ways, but I'm totally available. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. You love you, my friend. Seriously. You're amazing. (laughs) Thank you, Deb. Thank you. If you'd like to learn more about the show or make a donation, you can head over to decidedlydry.com. If you enjoy the show, the best way to support it is to subscribe and to leave an awesome rating or review over on Apple Podcasts. It's sure been a treat spending this time with you. And just remember, if the only thing you did today was stay sober, you are winning. I'll see you next time.